Hey guys, what's up? It's Candace Kumai, and this is the Wabi Sabi podcast. Welcome to episode number 47, yo. You made it through another week during the quarantine, and I commend you if you've stayed at home. If you haven't, and you've been bad, I'm going to highly recommend that you try to stay at home as much as possible until the government and the CDC and WHO allow us to go back into real life mode. Please, right now, the one thing that you can do is stay at home. Thank you. This is episode number 47, The Survival Guide to Quarantine Life, Living Your Best Quarantined Life. Ladies, I am going to help you out today because this is my job as a professional um, chef and writer and wellness journalist. I have a lot of great information that's given to me um, through outside sources that are reliable, like doctors, lawyers, other authors and writers, reporters, even the monks in the mountains of Japan. My mother, who is a 35-year school teacher, and, you know, my sister, who is an awesome hipster businesswoman. (laughs) All through the week, I have talked to other professional athletes, uh, leads through the Olympics, and mostly friends who are professionals in the medical field, and I've got a lot of great information for you. I want you to bust out your journal today because it's all about writing down the survival guide to quarantine life. First and foremost, you have to remember wabi-sabi that everything is always going to be perfectly imperfect. So even the wilted roses at your bedside or the empty, you know, or the, the bottles of the empty bottles that are left all over the front of your house, or I drink copious amounts of Topo Chico now. Uh, which is a Mexican mineral water. Thanks, Lauren. My friend introduced it to me this fall and I'm obsessed. Um, You know, you're going to have to understand your house is going to be messy. You're living in it 24-7 now. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let it out. It's okay to call your friends and be in shambles. But I need you to pull yourself back together right now. And the number one thing we're going to talk about is bossing up right now because we can't be, um, we're not able to help others when we're not our best selves. So you've got a lot of bonuses right now. You can sleep in and look gorgeous every morning and glowing. You can take this quarantine and make it into a beautiful time where you can start over and reset. You can work out every day. You can eat your greens. You can cook every meal. You can catch up with old friends. You're saving about three hours every day on a commute Um, And you're actually gaining time and hours with your family and friends, the sunshine, your pets. And now you can volunteer too. Bossing up means being a leader. I have friends who are working in ER and hospitals across New York right now. I pray for you and I pray for all of your family and friends that are working in the medical field. And that means the janitors, the cleaning ladies, people at the post office are still there supermarkets, gas stations, you know, your local drugstore. There are lots of government officials that are still out there. Our police force, our firemen, tons of people are still at work. So respect them by staying home. 
Do you know how badly they probably wish they could work from home, sit in their pajamas, record a podcast with no pants on like I'm doing right now and hang out with your cat all day? (laughs) I don't have any pants on today. Have you ever noticed that Donald Duck doesn't wear any pants? So I'm totally Donald Duck, Donald Duckin in bed right now. Um, The reason why I do a lot of recordings, by the way, in bed is because sound barrier, when I can't record in a sound studio, it's the next best thing. So hot tip for those of you who want to start your own podcast. Um, I also really think that it's important to keep each other in check when you boss up. So boss up life doesn't mean like, yo, you better boss up. Like it's not like a Jersey, like shore boss up thing. It's like a a Lizzo boss up thing, like boss up and change your life. And when she says that, you know what she means, girls. First of all, you have boobs and you have a vagina, which means you should not be taking advice from a fucking man. I will say that again. I'm over it. I'm so over like the smirk. You should see the smile on my face and the nod that I have down pat when a man tries to tell me what to do with my business. I I don't I just don't do it anymore. I don't, I don't I don't listen to them anymore because I'm like, yo dude, I've gotten as far as I've gotten on my own running my company the way I wanted to run it. No help with finances, no investors, no partner, no boyfriend, no husband. I know what I'm fucking doing and I'm going on a wild ride and although my net worth has risen over the last few years and tremendously between 2019 to 2020, according to the internet, my best friend Meredith was like, yo, dude, it says you have at least a million dollars in the bank account, according to the internet. But what I'm trying to say is that it's never actually a straight arrow, like, or it's not a, um, a climb that's like, going to go straight from zero to 100. What it is, is more like a roller coaster, you know, like swirly marks and ups and downs. And, (laughs) and that's just going to be your life. But when you boss up, you make this choice that you're going to be a leader in your space, you're going to allow your light to shine. You're going to be there for others who need you when they need you. And you know, last year was the hardest year of my life. So this shit ain't nothing for me. This is like, I'm dying to go fly to New York and be in my old home and and help people on the field right now. And since I can't do that, I'm bossing up and I'm helping wellness in the schools and Health Corps from afar. So if you write down those two charities, it's Health Corps and wellness in the schools. They need help right now with kids that can't help themselves. So you're going to have to be there for them. You're going to have to pray for all the medical f- officials out there and professionals that are out on the field every day helping you out and government officials. And everyone I listed before, just take a deep breath in and out. And close your eyes and just say a tiny little prayer for them and put your hand on your heart. Unless you're driving, don't do that. Um, Dear God, or whoever is listening to us, please help to keep everyone who's out there working on the field to save lives every day safe. We thank the Navy for bringing their ships to the coast of LA and New York. Woohoo! My two hometowns. And we really um, thank you for the safety and comfort that you've brought through the people of New York and LA, Seattle. Um, where else have they been hit pretty bad? Um, 
well, obviously Spain and Italy, we we love you so much and we're always thinking about you. Australia as well, London, China, South Korea, Japan. And we will talk about Japan in a little bit with Kaizen and Kintsugi and their amazing recovery from the Olympics. Um, but we pray that everyone stays safe and humble and happy and graceful and if everyone can just boss up and be a better person and help somebody else out every day, if you can just help one other person out, many if you can, but I'm only going to hold you accountable for helping one other person out every day, this world would be a much better place. This is happening for us, not to us. And I can guarantee you when we all come out of this quarantine life, we will understand why it happened. Start volunteering because it's just not about you. Let me know what charities you're working with and what you're doing to help them out. I don't care if you put it in a comment to me or a DM, but you can stalk me and find my email if you want. But just tell me what you're doing to help. I love hearing that. My father is a volunteer, ex-Navy. My mother is a volunteer and still a school teacher. And my sister runs her own nonprofits across the UK. And my job is always to help young children in education and nutrition. And I will always go out on the field for those kids. We raise a lot of funds for them every year. And this year we need more and more help because we're not able to do our annual fundraisers for the kids so let me know how you can help. I'll add the links um, in my Instagram stories. I also have a new job for you guys that tell me that you're bored every day. First of all, I'll give you 25,000 things you can do if you're bored. But the first one is if you can get 10 of your friends to follow me on TikTok, then I will send you a signed book. All you have to do is send me a screenshot of all 10 of your friends and let me know who each of them are. And you can email me at info at candicekumai.com. I-N-F-O at Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, Kumai, K-U-M-A-I.com. And thanks for following me on TikTok with, if you don't even get a free book because you're a fucking boss. Okay, making each other laugh. Really, really important. Send a meme, send a cat meme, send, you know, something funny to each other on Instagram. This is how we're going to stay alive. Humor is God's best medicine that he gave to us because it helps us to relieve stress and also connects us on a deeper level. My mother utilized humor throughout her life as a way to cope with her feelings and her emotions. And my grandfather did the same. And I think they passed that on to me and my sister. We're both particularly very weird and we like to laugh about weird things. I don't know why, but very few people actually make me laugh. Some that do are my mother, my best friend Courtney from high school, who is a total weirdo like me, and also Dana. And uh, Conan O'Brien makes me laugh, Dave Chappelle, oh, Eddie Murphy, best ever. Did I ever mention to you guys that Coming to America is my favorite fucking movie of all time? Do you guys know that Akeem? We are staying at the Waldorf Astoria. Um, Courtney and I will go through every line of that movie. Best part about growing up as an immigrant kid with a fob mom 
was that she let my sister and I watch R-rated movies when we were like seven years old. So my sister might have been even like seven and I think I was like five. And my mom was like, okay, what kind of movie do you want to rent today at the Carlsbad Library? We were, we were like, um, coming to America. She was like, um, coming to America. Okay, Eddie Murphy. Okay, great. Totally rated R, totally like nude. Your royal penis is clean, your highness, all of that. And you wonder why I ended up moving to New York later on in life. I think I was so inspired by black culture when I was a kid from coming to America. And Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall are so boss. But making each other laugh, like my mom, seriously, just imagine her being like, I wonder why they like coming to America so much. Because we kept renting it over and over. So it's stuff like that that you should reminisce on with your family, your friends. Zoom as much as you can. Cooking a meal every day. This is very important. How many of you, raise your hand unless you're driving, have cooked meals? Say I. I. Okay. Cooking relieves stress. It helps to keep you emotionally tied to what you're eating in a positive way. You feel gratitude when you're done cooking your meal. And if you're cooking for others, it is such a special gift that you can give. As Bourdain, rest in peace, used to say, it is the second most giving action you can do for another person. I know you know what the first one is. You can do that too if you're with your partner. Starting a new workout routine indoors is super challenging. I fucking hate working out in my house indoors. I hated it. I was the most upset when the quarantine happened. I was so accepting of everything else, but not being able to go to my physical workout class about killed me. I could deal without men for a few months, no problem. They come and harass me now like every day because I don't know. This is what men do, I think, when you're all tied up and bored. <laughs> they fantasize about all the women they want to fuck. Excuse my language, but it's true. Um, and then they and then they reach out. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but the workout thing, man, it really drove me wild. So I had to say, fuck it. I'm gonna start doing TA online. So I love Tracy Anderson workouts in studio, and my friend Janelle got me hooked. So what we do, she told me, she's a beautiful British friend of mine from New York, crank up the heat, Candace. You have to crank up the heat. And when you do TA, I need you to let me know. I did my TA today. So she does her TA and she lets me know when she does it. And then I'll do mine. TA stands for Tracy Anderson. Once I do mine, I tag her or she tags me. So we hold each other accountable for our action of working out that day. It's about one hour and it's amazing full body workout. All you need to do is get some ankle weights, some hand weights. I highly recommend going to tracyandersononline.com and signing up for a two week free trial. And please tell them that Candace Kumai sent you because I want women to see the truth as Janelle told me that Tracy is the truth and you know, the all the results you'll see in a few days even. I can eat cookies every day because I do TA. What's more important than my abs or having a nice ass is that my mental health is a lot better when I work out. 
So I've been working out every single day to a TA workout. And when I'm done, I take a nice bath and I really relax my mind. And I try to remember that this is the time for us to clear, reset, and refocus what we want in our lives. I can see so much clearer now that I don't have boys distracting me. I don't have any alcohol. Like I'm not drinking right now. I don't like go out and party. I don't do drugs. Like everything is just so beautiful and clear. And it's not like I was doing any of this stuff anyways before, maybe on occasion, but I'm just being real. You know, life is interesting what you go through in the ebbs and flows. But if you follow the ebbs and flows and you allow yourself to feel this beautiful, warm grace, take a deep breath with me again. You will be able to find life's journey is this beautiful, wabi-sabi, perfectly imperfect filled journey of chances, opportunities, dreams, gifts. Like I still don't know who the lucky guy is I'll end up with, but this quarantine has given me a lot of options and a lot of time to think about what I want in another person. Um, I really love my life and I love my friends and I love my family and my cute little chunky tuxedo cat, Cece. I have a really cool life and I believe I was given a gift and I am using it now. I didn't always use it because I didn't want to be famous and I didn't want to be in front of a camera all the time. Um, And I realized that my gift is of story and storytelling and doing justice for those who maybe need a voice or sharing better information in a correct manner with no demeanor or no expectation behind the content that I do. It's just simply a message from above or someone else that's delivering through me. And until I realized that gift, I wasn't able to move forward with understanding that everything will come in divine timing to me and the same for you. So if you can just trust a little bit and let go and let life give you options Freedom is paralyzing at times, I do believe this, but when you are given the grace of options, your life will open up like these windows to your soul and you'll be able to like imagine what life could be life, what life could be like down like 10 different paths. It's like, it's like when you're in a movie and you could go one way or another I'm really glad that my relationships ended with the last three serious boyfriends because my life wouldn't have been what it is today without breaking up with them or them breaking up with me. And even the last person that I dated very casually that I I very much liked, um, that was a lesson for me too. I had to learn how to love myself above all things, no matter what happened. And I still truly care about that person but I understand that sometimes you have to let life flow and just kind of ride the wave out and just sort of see what life brings you because you never know my dad always says 
life is just full of surprises. And so he never wanted me to live life in fear or thinking of negative things or sweating small stuff. He always said that Candace, like, you can't worry about these things because truly life is just full of these amazing surprises. And you know what? I really believe it. I do believe it now. I want you to live your best life, even if it's in quarantine. And I'm I'm showing you guys how to do that. If you cook a meal for your loved ones every day, you can go to my website, CandiceKumai.com, or you can pick up one of my last three books, Clean Green Drinks, Clean Green Eats, or Kintsugi Wellness. Those three books are game changers, life changers. You won't ever be able to know what my age is because I eat so well and I take such good care of myself. I look better now than I did in my early 20s. Easy like banging slamming hot compared to what I used to look like. And I think it's because I just took great care. In Japanese, we call that kiyotsukete. It ain't no fucking joke. (laughs) Okay, so I also want you to find your quarantine crush, flirt with them all day, get as bad or as good as you'd like. It's great to have a quarantine crush. They will really take up a lot of your time in a good way and stay positive and flirty. Um, Especially because like singles can't really date right now. And if you're in a relationship, I want you to value the fact that you have a partner. You can have sex, you can have playtime, you can cook for them, you can cuddle with them. And singles can't have that right now. So value what you do have. And I know it might be really hard being in quarantine with a ton of other people right now, but you guys are really doing a great job. So take a deep breath and just know how good of a job you're doing. You're a superstar. Advice from women. This is what I was talking about earlier. Some women that I really admire and I like to take advice from because I know they know how to run a business as a woman. And you're a woman, most of you are. So if you're a woman, you should be taking advice from women. Um, Ariana Huffington at the at Thrive or the Huffington Post, I love. Sophia M. Russo from Girlboss, Ladies Get Paid. Such a good account to follow on Insta. All my well and good friends. I love going old school with Vogue. Um, I think that Anna Wintour has a masterclass out, which is so cool. And you should listen to podcasts by other females like my friends Krista and Lindsay at Almost 30, Rosie Acosta, Sahara Rose, Lori Harder. Um, There are so many beautiful and wonderful podcast friends who are female, and I love them. Oh my God. I barely ever sneeze on the podcast. First sneeze? I don't know. Oof. Allergies. Okay, so get your inspiring friends on Zoom. Reach out to the friends who are a little bit down. Educate yourself at this time. Read, 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 write, listen, read. I'm studying a lot more Japanese these days and I'm sticking to that. Cry when you need to with no judgment. 
start letting go of the things that don't serve you. Use the Olympics as an example. The Olympics were already rescheduled, you guys. Brava. I love you, Japan, and I love the IOC. Amazing work in making a hard and fast decision. The most fucking annoying thing in business is when people take their sweet ass time on decision making. Most things in business should be clear as fuck and you should make a decision right away. That's what leaders and pioneers and the most prominent figureheads that have changed their spaces and industries made choices and decisions fast. Brava to Japan and the IOC for making this decision fast as fuck. It's so nice to have a date set for next year already. It's a good thing. Hard and fast is good sometimes. Now we have a clear depiction of the countdown and you can reassess everything for the Olympics. If you've had something change with your life right now because of this quarantine, whether it's your job that got, you know, totally cut, whether your income is no longer coming in, you lost clients, perhaps you even have friends, God forbid, or family that are sick and my hands on my heart. Take a pause and think about how you can reassess the situation. And when you're able with time and space to make a new decision, make a decision, change jobs, apply for a new job, take a loved one to the hospital if you need to, make sure you pick up some new clients or new jobs if needed, apply for the government, you know, special funding if you need it. Just start making decisions. By the way, the census deadline, I believe, is April 1st. So I want you to make sure that you fill out that paperwork. I'm doing that as well. That's very important. You need to vote and you need to fill out your census. This is part of being a U.S. citizen that we must exercise. But truly, please use the Olympics, July 23rd to August 8th. 2021. It is amazing how we all thought 2020 would be the most incredible year of our lives. Everyone thought that. You know what? It ended up being a real hot mess. When that happens, you've got a choice. You boss up and change your life. As Lizzo says, or you can continue to be a hot mess you choose. I'm pretty sure I know which way I'm going. (sighs) Lastly, before I take your questions, (sighs) I thought a lot about how to help you this week. I cried for New York this morning. I am mourning and grieving many losses, which include what is happening in New York at this moment and how badly I wish I could physically be there. A lot of my Today Show segments and news segments have gotten cut because we can't shoot anymore. I've lost clients and lots of funding already. And by funding, I mean jobs. I just, I don't typically like to talk about money all the time. It's not my favorite thing. 
rest assured I will make every single dollar back and double or triple that that I lost. And you can hear me say that here loud and clear. I will make every dollar back that I lost. In fact, I'll make double or triple what I was offered originally. This is your time, man. If you are a millennial or an older millennial like myself, you will be remembered 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years from now based off of what you did in this moment. Life is about cumulative moments. What you do now makes a difference in the future. If you stay home and act as a hero for all those who are compromised in health, older, sick, may have issues with their lungs and their health or immunity, you're giving them a gift by just staying home. Please take this seriously, man. I had a fucking neighbor ask me to go on a boat party with him this weekend. I was like, excuse me? And I hope he doesn't listen to this. I doubt he does. But awfully nice person. <laughs> but Oh my God. I also know somebody else. I can't even get into the stories. It just, there's a difference between dumb and just dumb as fuck. And like anybody who's going out right now and socializing, I saw people hanging out at cafes and shit in Venice. I was like, my jaw went to the ground and I just, I was running like very alone, by the way, like in solitude on the street. And I saw that and I was like, this isn't real, is it? You will be remembered in this time. I don't run anymore, by the way. I only do workouts at home and have for the last few weeks. And it's been lovely. I've changed my mindset. I've bossed up. I let my tears out. I let it flow. My friend, Michelle, I love you so much, Michelle Halpern. She listened to me. We both had our careers take off in New York City and we both moved here recently to LA and we are just in shock over what is happening and we support you New York City and we love you. I'll always be back there to do my news reporting and my writing and publishing and media. My agents are there, lawyers are there, partners are there. That is my home. We are there and the Navy brought their beautiful like special first age um, ship out and my mom was like oh yeah this is great they brought one to LA and New York it's the U.S. Navy your father and it made me so proud because I am a child of the U.S. Navy and my dad is an awesome epic person and we would have given anything to save lives so go Navy so proud of you and all of you heroes out there that are working on the medical field and your families too and like I said that includes Every person from the cleaning lady to the janitors to the nurses, the PAs, the doctors, the researchers, the scientists, the government officials, we just pray for you every day. I will be remembered by the grace and the honor that I gave to others and also in writing for you, giving you free material, reporting on the latest, and please check your um, local government officials, the CDC, and the WHO for updates, but do not go down the rabbit hole with news. Only check as needed once a day. Okay, and remember this again. You'll be remembered by the actions that you took in this moment in 2020 cumulatively. 
in the next 10, 20, or 30 years. Let's make a difference, you guys. We're fucking millennials. We were the generation that really stepped up for change first up to bat. Let's not be assholes or selfish or expect anything in return, but let's work from our hearts and our minds and join together to help stay home and stay safe. Let's cooperate. And you know I don't fucking like rules, so this is a big deal. All right, so remember the monks in the mountains, they're constantly praying for light into dark spaces, which means they do realize that dark spaces do exist. Lastly, this too shall pass. Any time you are having a struggle, if you feel depressed right now, if you have anxiety, if you're worried, this too shall pass. This is only a temporary moment and it will float away. I promise. The quicker we all cooperate in staying home, the curve will flatten and we will make sure before everything is said and done that, that we are safe. I love you guys so much. You have no idea. I had some calls with my best friends on Zoom and incredible work partners come along out of nowhere offering help. I feel grateful and gratitude for you listening. I am so sorry if I have been a selfish asshole in my past with expectation. Um, and I'm working on changing who I am in this moment to boss up and be a better person for you. There is no point in me preaching anything to you unless I am a example that would be good enough for if I have children one day, um, I would want to be an amazing example for them. I'm working on it. This too shall pass. Okay, so while I go, go get your questions, I try to keep my phone away from me whenever I can. Um, I'm going to ask for you guys to download TikTok. And if you have TikTok, please do yourself a favor and add your 10 friends and add Candace. I'm just at Candace Kumai, same as my Instagram. Okay, we're doing good on timing today. If you've noticed, I've really tightened up a lot of my podcasts because I was like, these are not, oh, these are not too good when they're too long. And then some of you said you wanted them to be longer. And I was like, yo, dude, you do not want these that, that long. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I got a little bit emo there. Your questions. You guys are so awesome. Oh, my friend Justin from Portland says, hi, Justin, how are you? You are awesome. I love him and my Adidas family. You guys are amazing. I'm so, so sad. I'm like crying in my bed with no pants on. <laughs> okay, so questions of the day. They're in my comments right now on my Insta. So you can ask me anything at any time. I'm so sorry. I don't have my Kleenex. Okay. So 
A lot of you just said thank you. So thank you guys. You are my positivity and my inspiration. Okay, Ellie Bannon wrote, I love, love, love your words. You have magic in your heart. Thank you, Ellie. Questions. As entrepreneurs, how do we shift our business during these times to show up thoughtfully in the world while also remaining authentic and surviving? Um, good question, Ellie. In short, you have to practice grace and honor yourself with the legacy that you want to leave and make that clear in your decision making right now. Number two, how do you maintain a healthy relationship with finances when things are bumpy? I mean, fuck finances. I hate it's the one part of my business that I'm just so not interested in doing. I'm hire a really good CPA who supports you through both good and bad, high and low, light and dark. That person will be able to test the waters with you and keep you afloat in times of dire need. Right now, you can call your credit card companies and you can get your interest waived. You can get some of your fees waived and you can work on incremental um, payments back to them and also ask your landlord about your rent being held temporarily during the quarantine. Be neat and tidy and orderly and organized with your finances. Pay your credit card bills off every month. Pay your rent on time and pay your car payment on time and pay your insurance on time. Use auto pay. Get an American Express card if you have a small business. Use it to get extra miles when you need them. And one day we're all going to be flying again soon. So be smart about your finances. Put money into an IRA account every year and get yourself your retirement building up year after year. Stop spending your money on dumb things. I need to take that advice. And be very smart about your finances right now at this moment. Cut all extra spending and put every dollar towards your business that you need to allocate. In certain cases, that may be your family and put it towards your family's health is number one. And remember, your relationship with finances is wabi-sabi perfectly imperfect hot and juicy skincare tips of the moment ellie well that would be a thing called sleep i look like a fucking princess right now because i don't need to wear any makeup for any shoots and my skin is so loving it and i sleep so long and beautifully i just think this is good quarantine life man okay so another friend wrote Amy Earl's art. Okay, questions. She put, here we go. Makeup brand recommendations for a girl on a budget. I currently use Bare Minerals, but it makes my skin itch. Oh, <laughs> well, girl, don't use Bare Minerals anymore if it makes your skin itch. Um, find something sensitive and light. I like Juice Beauty BB Cream so much. It's beautiful. It works so well. It covers... Um, and it's not expensive. I love Juice Beauty. And then I also really enjoy mascara, believe it or not, from CoverGirl. The orange tube, waterproof, jet black. It works. Cat del Puerto. How are you, lady? Okay, so she said, can we talk about some fun ways to flirt, date, create intimacy with that yummy man? <laughs> that you're in long distance quarantine with oh girl you can get creative 
I should really do a course on like how to send good nudes because I know how to rock that like better than anybody I know. (laughs) My friends have asked me. It's all because I used to be a fit model though and a print model. So like we know angles, we know, you know, how to snatch a waist in, push the booty out, how to, you know, lift and spread and all that good stuff. So, um, Kat, get the nudes on, girl. Not like full nudes. Like, obviously, you want to wear something racy and sexy, like a swimsuit or, you know, intimacy panties or whatever. But just keep it fun and flirty. There is nothing wrong. And I mean, I wrote for Cosmo for years. Like, this is all fun stuff that every girl should be doing right now, especially if you want to date as soon as this quarantine's over. I can imagine people are going to explode. <laughs> they're gonna explode by that time okay another question from amy would you ever consider writing a travel journal type book about your adventures in japan the short answer is yes but i am so thoughtful in the process of my literary writing and projects that i i think i already know what direction i'm going in next it may be similar to that but um i'll try to announce it when i know what the next step is she also asks can we see more cc in your stories yes amy i promise i don't know why i like barely show her anymore but i think it's just because we got so slammed with work this year and a lot of it was recovery so you guys know i had to cancel all of my travels and tickets and appointments for tokyo and and everything is kind of a mess catalina asks again I'd love it if you gave us advice um, for us women who are do-it-alls or know-it-alls. I was bullied as a child and for being good at multiple things and being a know-it-all, it wasn't... Okay, and then I was bullied in my 20s again when I wanted to act as well as write and direct and produce. And I was always told to just choose one. And then relying on others to hire me to do one thing. Being the rebel that I am, I continue to do things my way. And I kept writing and producing privately. I want to integrate all of it. Okay, so how do you brand something so complex? You know what, Catalina? My greatest gift was also my greatest curse. And it was that I was the most misunderstood person on my roster. And by roster, I mean like represented by my agents who I love, um, A lot of them just didn't understand that I was good at everything. And that didn't mean that I needed to give up. It just simply meant it would take a lot longer for me to end up becoming successful and which indeed was very true. I wrote, directed, produced, and hosted the last show I was on. If you have a gift, exercise it. Because if you don't, you may look back on life when you get older and say to yourself, I didn't want it written that way. I didn't want it shot that way. That wasn't the right look. This wasn't the right feel. That wasn't the right story. When you learn to do everything good and you do it well on your own, you can look back and step away from it and say, this is as good as I can possibly do in this moment in time and it is done. And I would take the gifts as a blessing. And for those who teased you or picked on you or told you to choose one, work through those people, um, rise above and take the high road because 
there are a lot of multi-talented people out there like Oprah, Deepak Chopra, Martha Stewart, um, even Dave Chappelle or Eddie Murphy. Or if you look at, I'm trying to think of who I just love. I love Trevor Noah so much. I mean, what an incredibly smart and talented, beautiful man. Trevor, you can call me anytime. And I don't have any pants on while I'm recording this podcast. Um, you can also look at certain athletes or somebody like J-Lo. I mean, look at how talented she is, man. Look at Ariana Huffington. The girl could write. I am amazed by multi-talented people. I only surround myself with multi-talented people. And if you look closely at who my friends are in media, they're almost always smart as fuck and at the top of their space. But they're also very humble and graceful. Don't let anybody take away your talents. Don't let anybody dim your light. And don't let anybody ever tell you you can't do something you absolutely know you're capable of doing. Okay, so A.B. Dorch says, I will preface this by saying I'm making my way through your pod. Okay, no worries. Fellow biracial girl here. How have you continued to develop your identity as a Polish American Japanese girl over time? Have you noticed times of growth and stagnation over the years? Oh, yeah. A.B., this is like, I'm still learning about myself. My mom is still the most Japanese person I know and so proud to be Japanese. And my dad is so proud to be American and to come from Poland, you know, and this is conflicting almost always in our household, like it always has been, but their love story is greater than anybody else's I know. That's the irony in the whole thing, right? It's the, it's the beauty in it as well. The perfectly imperfect, unexpected love story from war. And I'll talk about it in my new series, Kintsugi. I talk about it a lot in my book, Kintsugi Wellness. If any of you are struggling right now with being biracial, I would highly recommend picking up Kintsugi Wellness. It is so, it's a, an amazing book that I think could really change your life. Allow yourself to develop with time and grow for none of us are fully developed or grown. We're not really who we truly are until we step into our light and grace. And we may not even figure out what the meaning of our lives are until we get to the next place in life after death. So until then, let's just help each other out here while we're on this same planet. Number two, she asks, you talked about your mom being Buddhist and your dad being Christian and that you kind of have developed your own thing. How has that evolved and what does it look like now? XO Annabelle. Annabelle, it looks like this. Two parents who had completely different backgrounds, Buddhism, catechism, Christianity, and my sister and I doing my our own thing. I believe in God. I pray to God every day, especially for all of you. And I thank him every day or her. And I also really believe in spirituality with Buddha 
and I practice kindness and grace and harmony as best I can. I'm, I'm not perfect. I don't even come close, man. Perfection is really a myth and it's fleeting. So if you just believe in the beauty of constant fleeting, um, there's a name for viewing fleeting beauty. And I'm, I've been practicing that um, for a while now. The acceptance that all things are as is, and there is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad. There is no gray. There is, is, if that makes sense. I don't want to judge people anymore. I've been working on that tremendously. I came from traditional media, hard magazines, TV news, reporting. And so to have to do this paradigm shift with my own career and accepting that things are very different now, um, I think we have to just allow and the evolution through religion or religious beliefs or backgrounds is all is, is. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not anything except it is what it really is and we must value the core of the individual and their moral integrity in life and their personal beliefs and respect our differences and know that the differences will always exist that is what makes humans human when we come together and share the beauty of our differences as one together and accept them and love them blindly that's why we're all here together Okay, Priscilla Gobert from France. Pod question three. Shall we create some sort of a mixed women group of uh, entrepreneurs? Oh, yes. So the girls at Asian American Girl Club have this really cute group already. But people have told me to start. Um, we do have a CK Collective. If you email info at CandiceKumai.com, you can join. It's actually underground and secret, kind of like this podcast. <laughs> Priscilla's pod two question. What are your most important habits to keep you balanced during challenging times such as now? Great question. Um, sleep. Matcha in the morning. Not touching my electronic devices until about an hour after I wake up, uh, meditating every morning, working out. I love Tracy Anderson workouts because it tends to keep your mind so busy. You're focused on the workout and not on life. I like brain stimulation that takes me away from thinking too many things. So that's also why I cook. I love surfing, but we can't do it right now. Um... I take a bath every day if I can. And I think the most powerful thing that we can all do, I actually really believe this, is learning about yourself during this time and accepting how imperfect you are and working on yourself to live your best quarantine life before you can help anybody else. I really believe that. Changing your mindset and saying like, Hey, Candace, these are all the things that you should work on right now. Okay, so Zozo Chan wrote, what is a paradigm shift 
or what's a paradigm shift you've experienced? P.S. Thank you for recommending The Power of Now. I read it last summer and I still think about it. Thank you. Thanks, Zozo. Well, if we're just talking about shifts that have come about immediately because of this quarantine, um, one thing I will say is I realized in my heart today that this is actually my year. And I didn't ever think it was going to come during a time of like absolute chaos and trauma and panic amongst the Americans and the world. I understand it now. I had a bad year last year, which included a lot of ups and downs with emotions, finances. My wellness was not not on point. And I was not even being honest with myself about what I wanted, who I was, or where I was going. I relied a lot of my happiness on men and what they, like when they would write to me or ask me out or how great our dates would be or how I felt, you know, after we texted or talked on the phone. It was weird. Like no one's life should ever be codependent on another person reaching out or hanging out with you. Because my year was so bad last year, this situation this year is bad. I am not undermining the situation. I'm saying from a personal paradigm shift, I've been able to see through um, the darkness and I see the light in my life and I see it in my work and the shift is inside of me and, I, and I'm making it right now. And that's why I was saying everyone needs to boss up right now because if you can take that paradigm shift and use it into your work, it's the most amazing thing you could do in this moment. Accept it. Grow. Learn. Let go. Hot Croissant asked, how did you start to build and grow your own business when you have not reached a level of financial stability in order to ensure your business is going in the right direction? And how did you manage your financial situation to pay for the expenses of the business and your own life? Is it true that life satisfaction is inevitable when it comes to building a business, especially when privilege is not in the pocket? I like these questions. First of all, how did I build and start and grow my business if I had not met the level of financial stability? Well, Incrementally, if you think about when I was 23 out of culinary school at 22, I modeled and fit modeled, which was lucrative to pay for culinary school. It took me years to pay off culinary school. I moved to New York with a bag and like $200. So I gambled on myself. I invested in myself. I lived within my means. I got a studio in the hood. Um, I could barely pay rent. I worked like 25 jobs just to make one month's rent. And then I eventually had to move and because I was next to a squat house off Avenue C in the East Village. So my friend had her bachelorette pad uptown. So I moved there and I paid her like every penny I could. I think like 1500 bucks or something a month for rent. And that was so much for me at that time 10 years ago. But she helped me. So number one, you work as hard as you possibly can. You don't get a lot of sleep. You won't be taking care of yourself, but that's the gauntlet. And number two, you find people that are going to help you. 
Because if you have talent, man, nothing comes close. Talent is beautiful, but so is persistency. And being able to share with others when you're struggling, just take as many jobs as possible to pay that off. I wrote, I taught cooking classes. I got paid like a hundred bucks to like 200 bucks a story. Cooking classes were like maybe 80 bucks each. I mean, it was, it was rough as fuck. Um, how did you manage to, how did you manage your financial situation to pay for the expenses? This is a great question. Those beautiful videos you guys watch that I produce and write and direct and cut tape with food on Instagram, on my YouTube, which you should subscribe to on my TikTok, which you should subscribe or you should add me, follow me. Um, those are all investments. They cost me thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. If I died tomorrow, I'd be okay with the contributions I've made. I feel really good about spending all my money on sharing beautiful content with you that helped you in some way. It's just an investment back in myself. I never had the money. I just worked for them. As my career grew, um, because I shot beautiful food and I wrote wonderfully executed to the point of like perfection recipes that were foolproof, quote unquote, via my editor, Julie Will at HarperCollins. And before that, we were at Rodale. I used to be like slumming, you know, as a columnist writer. Um, and then I started getting branding gigs that paid me a lot more money. And I started doing speaking gigs that paid me. And then one day, you know, E! News calls me and then Vogue and NBC and Dr. Oz. And it just started incrementally over 15 years of hard work working out. You say, is it true that life satisfaction is inevitable when it comes to building a business, especially when privilege is not in the pocket? I love this. I'm not privileged. I'm the daughter of a school teacher and a Polish-American, hard-as-fuck-working nuclear auditor, former Navy vet. It is all about the persistence and the pursuit of the legacy. It is in your beautiful writing and work, and it's like a brushstroke. It's like a watercolor painting. If you have ever wanted to see the life of somebody who struggled and also created something beautiful, I urge you to look at the impressionist painters that came out of the Netherlands, like Van Gogh, has a beautiful story. If you're bored to fucking death, first go get 10 friends to follow me on TikTok, and second, I'll mail you a book. Third, read about Vincent Van Gogh. What a brilliant man who overcame all things, including his own mental health and detriment, to create something beautiful. The point of life is as a true artist, and I fucking mean this from the bottom of my gut. Saul Bass once said, I want to create beautiful things, even if nobody cares. That is exactly how I feel about the work that I do. That to me says it all. Okay, I'm only going to take Oh my lord, own oh, like one more of these. Sorry, guys, I'm gonna have to push a lot of these to next time on 48. Leslie Johnson 92 wrote, 
What are some of your most trusted resources when educating yourself when building this path, both for career and personal survival and success? Thanks, Leslie. What a good question. Okay, so trusted resources. Um, I read a lot of published books, um, particularly ones that are written by people that I really do value. For personal growth, I read um, Eckhart Tolle, Deepak Chakra, Melanie Beattie. Um, I, I like Arianna Huffington's books very much. They're very easy. Um, when it comes to reading like journals or research or medicine or something like that, I honestly would stick to um, journals typically because they have to cite a lot of their information and studies and where any funding is coming from too. Um, and I, I don't trust many people at all. So I trust the doctors that are out there right now um, that I'm friends with. So Dr. Jess Piatros, um, my friend, Dr. Rupel, and I, re I really believe that if you're going to write books or for magazines, it's important to cross check your work three times. We used to do that at Men's Health, Women's Health, Shape and Men's Journal. So cross-reference what you're putting out there before you put it out there. A lot of blogs out there or even websites now don't cross-check their work. So it is extremely crucial and important for you to be that person um, that gets the resources right. Two mentors in my life that are also doctors are Dr. David Katz and Dr. Mehmet Oz. I trust both of them in their work. Um, and the writing of Michael Pollan and Marion Nessel is incredible in food. And um, when it comes to women's reproductive health, I like Latham Thomas, Elisa Vitti. Um, and truly, when it comes to food, I think one of the best resources has always been Bon Appetit. My friends are on the masthead there, and they produce beautiful work. And um, I don't know, man. I don't do a lot of like, I'm obsessed with this person's work or whatever. <sighs> While I smoke a cigarette. I don't do any of that. Um, I just do my own thing. And honestly, like attracts like almost always. I end up meeting amazing journalists, hosts, authors, writers, doctors, producers, athletes all along the way. It, I don't know how it just happens, but it just happens. Okay, lastly, Ico Means Love asks, how did you start writing for such big magazines? Where did you start? What is your advice, your best advice for an aspiring columnist and author? Ico, honestly, hard work comes in these beautiful tiny little packages. When I was living in New York City, I knew that I had a network that nobody else would ever have. But the bottom line, like if you funnel back out from my network and my web and you funnel straight into the core, it comes down to one thing. I'm an honest, very good, moral, value-filled kind of person. When people ask about my reputation in the industry, they usually say, Candace K is really fucking cool. 
She's great. She's easy to work with. She puts forth amazing information. She has a level of excellence. Candace works with integrity. She works with clout. Her work is impeccable. I've never seen presentations done any better. Those are all things that I've heard about myself, but I don't want to say on my own. I really believe that humility and hard work will get you anywhere in life and you need to boss up and take advantage of this free extra time you have right now during this quarantine. And you need to take those extra three hours that you gained from commuting and going to your workouts and going to the gym and going to the grocery store and doing mindless things out there. You need to take that extra time and utilize it if you want to get ahead right now. Start writing for free. Stop asking for handouts. Stop doing everything for money. Stop doing anything for fame. Fuck fame. That is so fucking fleeting, dude. It is all about being a better person and getting better work out there. You know what? Everyone's values and morals are different, right? These are just mine. These are just mine. They mean nothing. They could mean nothing. I don't know if they mean anything to you, but to me, if I rolled over in my grave tomorrow, I would be proud to know that I was honest and I did no harm and I was a good person. Not perfect, but good. That's all I give a fuck about. I don't really care about much else. Anyways, love you guys. <laughs> Sorry, I get so freaking like serious about work and trying to be a good person, man. Moral integrity, live with it. Think about that word and phrase integrity, 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 integrity. Even the boys that told me, let's do XYZ together, and we never did. I probably more hurt over that than anything else because I have integrity. I say things and I do them. I follow through. I take action. I say what I do and I do what I say. That's it for this week, guys. It's all I've got. I love you. I think through each podcast, it takes a lot of time and energy for me to do these for free. And I really appreciate you writing and commenting the only thing I care about this week is please follow me on TikTok. If you could pay me through your follows, that would be amazing. There are about 10,000 of you that download these every week for free. I love you. My hands on my heart. Don't forget to boss up and change your life. As Lizzo says, please go out there with a smile today. Help somebody who needs you and live with moral integrity. Because if this is why we're all here just to help each other to survive through the dark times, then let's do that and still have fun. I love you. I'll talk to you guys soon. Ciao.